Welcome to Renew Your Mind Monday, where we're talking about all of the biblical truths that are going to get you focused on the good things that are going to transform your week. We're talking a little more joy, a little more peace, and a little less stress. It's time to get your mind right. Welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Welcome to another Renew Your Mind Monday. And for this week, our affirmation is, I build my house on God's truth, love, and wisdom. And it's based on Proverbs 14.1, which says, The wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. As I was reading through Proverbs 14 the other week, it just, that really stood out to me. Like, I want to be the wise one. I want to be the one who builds her house. And the word build um, is, I'm going to, I'll pronounce it. The Hebrew is bana, and it means to establish, cause, establish or cause to continue. But sometimes I can see when my foolishness is tearing it down, when I overreact, when I'm quick to get angry, when I focus on the wrong things, when my tone of voice is rude. These things tear my house down. They tear your house down. And sometimes we don't notice that it's that what's happening is actually connected to what we're doing. But if we pay attention, we'll start to notice. So for example, whenever Dale gets upset, I have a real bad habit of taking it personally. Like if he's upset that, you know, something's not where he wanted it, then all of a sudden I take it personally. Like it's my fault because the house isn't clean enough. But I always tend to make it about me and make it personal when that's not what it is. So I've really been working on seeing what's going on for what it is. He's upset about something. I get upset. And now it's my job, my opportunity to support him in what he needs. So if he can't find something, um, instead of getting all upset that he raised his voice, I can just help him look for it. I see similar situations play out with my kids. When I give the boys the attention that they need, their behavior changes. It completely changes, especially forests. But sometimes I'm focusing on the wrong things. Sometimes I'm focusing on, you know, we need to get the house clean right now, boys. Or I need to get this work done. And sometimes that's not where my focus should be in that moment. And it really affects the way that I relate to the kids. And it affects their emotions. And it affects how our day is going to go. So how I react, how I build up my house changes everything. You have tremendous power 
to make your home a better or a worse place. And it starts with being wise, not in our own wisdom, but in God's wisdom. So I'm going to read through the rest of Proverbs 14 and pull out a couple of little nuggets of wisdom that really stood out to me. Verse 3 says, By the mouth of a fool comes a rod for his back, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. And I always... Do you ever feel like sometimes your words are pouring out and you want to stop them, but you're just saying things that you know you shouldn't say? It's so foolish. And you know what? We pay for it. So one example that I can always think of is when I provoke the kids. So for example, if we have a real hard time with video games and they have a hard time getting off video games when we allow them to play, and I've tried all the strategies. Um, We're not going to go there right now. But You know, when I tell them to get off and they start to lose their cool, how I deal with that is going to make a huge difference. When I provoke them and I say things like, well, you know what? Then we're not playing video games ever again. Or you know what? No video games for the rest of the week. What do I think is going to happen? That is a foolish thing to say in the moment because it's going to provoke them to anger and make things so much worse. And it doesn't even matter if it's true. Maybe we won't play video games for a month. But I need to be aware of the words that come out of my mouth. Because if they're foolish, there's going to be consequences for that. Verse 4, I love this one, says, Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. But abundant crops come by the strength of the ox. And this week in tomorrow's episode, we are talking about cleaning. So it just paired up perfectly. But I was reading the commentary by Enduring Word. And the comments on this verse said, When there is no work being accomplished, there is no mess or disorder to deal with. Guys, life can be messy, literally and figuratively. And you are doing the good work of raising up your children for God's kingdom. And I have a little secret for you in case you didn't know that kids are messy. And sometimes helping them through situations and giving your time to serve them and your spouse, it means that the dishes might not get done, that it's going to stay messy, but you are doing good work that is going to pay off. Sometimes there's messy emotions when we confront sin and we work through conflict and we have to discipline and we don't want to because it's hard, but the good work pays off. Abundant crops and fruit will come even though it looks really messy right now. Just keep doing the work. Okay, verse 23 says, In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. And this is your action call. You've got to do the work. Talking about it is good. Listening to this podcast to get inspiration is good. But true profit comes from toil. It comes from doing the work. So what steps are you going to take this week to build your house on God's truth, on his love, on his wisdom? Maybe God is calling you to open up your Bible Maybe he's asking you to work on your mindset. Maybe you need to implement new habits and rhythms for your family. What is your next step? How will you work it out? Okay, the last one, verse 26. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence and his children will have a refuge. The work that you're doing 
building your house up in God's truths will not be in vain. God is your protector and your refuge, and there is nothing more important than modeling this for your kids. The storms will come. There will be disappointment. There will be heartache. There will be conflict. But God will guide you. He will make straight your paths. And he will fill your heart with peace. And when you model this for your kids, you are showing them that refuge. And they will forever have that refuge in Christ. So remember this affirmation as you do the work and make the changes to bring God into your house. I build my house on God's truth, love, and wisdom. Ladies, I pray that God gives you a vision for what this looks like for your family. How can you build your house in wisdom in a way that points to God's truth and love? What is he calling you to? And I pray that you have the courage to act upon it. Until next time, God bless. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.